Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. The Hippo Hurricane Howler. Do you remember that? No. What was Come that? on. What was that a reference to? Seth, will you do me a favor? Seth in the booth in place of uh, Polly the Mole. Thank God. Uh, the mole. Yeah, you know what? I needed a Polly break. I mean, I don't love Seth, but I like him more than Polly. Polly's like a rash on your testicles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Think about it. You you, you you actually don't yeah. mind going down there every once in like, a while right, and just dancing just them around right. a little bit to relieve mm-hmm. the itch. But after a while, it gets like, sore. Oh, come on. It gets sore down go, there and bleeds and all kinds yeah, of bad yeah. stuff. I got to take a shower and change yeah. my underpants. He's a testy rash. You know how that goes. I think it. Can you pull up Peter Potamus, please? Peter Potamus. Right. First order of business here Seth, on the Seth, Daniel Baldwin Show. Well, <laughs> finally, a professional. <laughs> Having the great Seth. Seth, Thank you. you know. I've never heard of Peter Potamus. You've never heard of Peter Potamus? No. Oh, my God. This isn't something I I should be concerned about Is there a short, like a Peter Potamus? Okay, go ahead. Play it. Just play it. This isn't something I should be concerned about. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's good. Ready? Peter Potamus, baby. My favorite cartoon when I was a kid. This should come back right now. I should take. I should get credit for it. I should. I should. You get the connections. Bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I, I just want to know: Is it going to be? Uh, how long is this going to play for? Uh, it's a minute. So Peter like Potter's seconds. Is he going to come out and talk? So know. you can hear his voice is like this, and he does the hippo hurricane howler. Is he going to show it? Maybe we should Google Hippo Hurricane Howler. Let's right. do that. Let's do that. We're cutting out. Oh, God. I feel like I'm with Polly again now. No. Hippo no. Hurricane Howler. There it is. There it is. Here it comes. You ready? <laughs> there it is. It takes all the air in. And... It's kind of like a snagglepuss sound to it. It's got a little snaggle to it. Stage right. Exit. Stage right, Ethan. Yes. Yeah, I love snaggle. I love snaggle. Tonight, uh, um, I have been cooking a veal shank tomato sauce for 36 hours Ooh. on my stove. Uh, it is, um, I uh, lend myself to be auctioned off as a celebrity chef for the Jim Kelly Foundation, Jim uh, the former quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, Hall of Fame quarterback, and a very, very good friend of mine. So Robin and I load up the car with, there's at least $1,000 worth of groceries and, and stuff in the car right now. What am I doing in here? Um, I'm going to go eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we uh, go up to Jim's Lodge, uh, and he auctions me off during his golf tournament at the, at the evening event. Um, I want to say it was... Twenty something thousand dollars. Somebody paid or nineteen thousand. I think I got up. It's to more than Seth makes in a year. Just so, about. 
I have to, and he does the same thing to me every time. Mm. He, it's for eight because you you want to, as a former actual professional chef, um, one of the hardest things to do are things cook at different timing. So to produce a meal that comes out at the same time that's ready and that has stages to it. So you know you're you're putting things at one temperature, you're cooking things at another temperature. So when you're doing it professionally in a professional kitchen, you have several ovens that you're working with at different temperatures that you have access to. Not so in Jim's Lodge. Jim has one broken oven. It's still broken, I'm pretty sure. The glass, the interior glass, which allows heat to come out and and changes the actual temperature in the oven. So I've got to put a monitor in there to make sure the temperature is right. And then he's got another oven, but it's a regular kitchen oven. So um, I said to him, I can accurately serve eight people. So let's make it eight with this, with a a home, uh, you know, a non-commercial kitchen. Jim, every year, last year was the worst year. This year... I was ready for it. Last year, he said, well, can I make it 11? And I so you start looking at the pans that go in, and you go, really, no, you can't, because I only have two levels, and I'm using them both at 350 for the last two hours. No, you can't do that. And, it, well, it's kind of 11, you know. Now, Jim doesn't take into consideration his assistants that there's two drivers there. And there's and, and I'm like you, Beth. My sister Beth is in the booth with us today to do the Levitard show because she is on a run She's on a run. Dangerous is my sister right now with her picks. So um, you're like me. I'm not not asking the guys that are there that are driving. They're in the other room, but I'm going to serve them. I kind of yes. feed them. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, right you know way. how we roll. So right so I look at that now. Even now if that, you don't eat, right? Well, right. that well, that's two more filet mignons, two more th- things of pasta, two more arcinis. You know, and I'm going through the list of stuff, and I'm buying everything. And of course, Jim inevitably goes, "It's going to be fifteen. The morning of, he tells me it's going to be 15. I said, I can't do 15. I can't. So I got to switch to something that I can cook stovetop right. while I can use those burners because I don't have the oven space. I mean, it, it, it's a, a logistical nightmare when I, when I do this, but it's really fun. We have a great time. Uh, and so I've got, I thought this year, you know what? I'm going to make some things. So I made all my arancini. I made all the sauces but on my stove for, yeah. So I've got, you know, Fall off the bone, really, really tender veal shank throughout this whole oh, sauce. And I'm going to make me. my uh, famous eggplant parmesan with the veal shank sauce. And when I do it, my sister and I, she does, she's very famous for her eggplant too. And she does it in a pan where you kind of put it all over the pan. Mm-hmm. I, I do the way it, you do it though. I do it in individual stacks. So I take a wide round piece on the bottom, a narrower piece, and I make it into uh, you know almost a Tunnel. pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you can pick one portion up at a time, and it's one big stack. Nice. So that's how I make mine. So I'm going to do the eggplant. I'm doing. Do you know what uh, arancini is? No. It's um. It's an Italian risotto ball. Oh, that's I do. Lo- I just stuffed that. with the rice and yep. the cheese and uh, capricola and provolone. And then deep fried, right? And the, and so Kinda you like flash deep fried and then bake it. So I've already flash deep fried everything. So it's ready to go in the oven. It's going in the oven. So I've got that going in the oven. I've got the sauce already made. Mm-hmm. I've got, I went to Vince's and got fresh homemade pasta. Robin's making her, uh, it's fettuccine. Robin's making her cucumber and tomato salad. We're doing an asparagus. Check this one out. You're going to like this. So I've got really, really, really high end filet mignon. And I'm going to slice it like paper thin and then pound it out so that it's, you know, the size of uh, maybe a softball. Mm hmm. 
and then I'm making fresh asparagus soup with pan-fried seasoned asparagus tips that you float in in the uh, soup, and then I pound out a piece of carpaccio out of the out of the fillet and drop it right on top of the soup. Get out of here! Come on! Yeah. Now I heard uh, Jim might be asking to raffle me off from all my great picks on I the show the, that Beth, I've been doing. So you're I up think next. next year you can cook. I could see it happening, and he can bid me off too. I could see it happening. Okay. We have uh, one Polly on the phone. If you'd like to hear, oh, we have the mall. The mall has called Let's in. As you have requested his presence. Let's bring the mall. As he's on the road right you there, now. Mole? What up? What are you? <laughs> Loving it. What up, my friend? It's nice to be free. <laughs> Listen, it's nice to have Seth and a professional at the board here too. By the way, like you know. Yes, yeah, don't screw up the intro. No, yeah, yeah, he's he's been struggling with the. I'll, I'll try anything. not to. Yeah, you want to practice? Uh, sure. Okay. Do, do you have to give me a signal, or are we just? Well, there's been controversy over the signal. I know. He you know? he told me he he, he went thinks back. I point at him. He's got well, video. Re- Paulie replay. went back and like Zapruder filmed the yeah. the Facebook Live video of how it went down yeah, and yeah, when yeah, you no, point know, and all that stuff. I know. He also didn't have a stripper call me at ten thirty at night fifteen times and texting oh, me. Oh my God! Let Thank it go. <laughs> Where are you at right now? Shippensburg. 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 What's the fast food count so far? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, give us the play by play. I had a BK King last night at about uh, 10.30. Oh, that's good to sleep on, yeah. That's about it. Uh, the BK King is Bacon King. Oh, best burger out there. Dude, I'm with you on that. You, you know what? What are you, well, how old are you? What are your insides He's look like? 48. Forty eight is the inside of a ninety eight year old man. He does. Yeah. His things are all but but he you know what sucks for us is that you and I immediately show that like your face is narrowing like you've lost some weight. I haven't had fast food in a month, four weeks. Well that's showing a huge difference. Thank but, you. But but the pipes on the inside and the, no, that's and a the disaster. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and if that, you could cut me down the middle and just look at what's in here, ah, you wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, it does. Uh, it wouldn't pretty, be pretty. Frightening, isn't it? <laughs> it would be pretty. Yeah. It's a sewage. It's Shawshank Redemption. Exactly right. You know yeah. when he had to climb through all the bowel and mm-hmm. excrement. That's what it is inside of both of you. It is. But Paulie doesn't put any weight on. He's got. He's got. He'll yeah. put in like a little paunchy belly sometimes, and then. But he's go, looked like that since he was twenty. I know. That's just what his look is. Laxatives. Yeah. Laxatives. Controversial take. I like it. Wow. Well, that's a Don't hate me because I'm sexy. No, all right. <laughs> You're, he's right. Yeah, you know, Jacqueline's been saying, been, been, been noticing that about you when you get dressed up for games. She notices just, she, she said right out, you know, you're pretty sexy. I, I shower on those days. So. Yeah, years, years of systematic abuse to that poor child and, and, and alcohol. And, and look at her perspective is completely messed up now. She thinks that you're sexy. <laughs> it's a terrifying thing. So what do you got planned on the day today? What do you got going? Uh, heading over to the stadium, I should get there about three o'clock and uh, setting up, and then gonna meet up with the nice folks from uh, my my other job because they're based out of Winston Salem, and probably have a nice dinner. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but are you not anticipating? And we should do our pick. Um, are you not anticipating that we shell Wake Forest? I mean, aren't we going to win this game by... What's the line on the game? Do you know anyone know? I'm getting it for you. Six, six. and a half. Yeah. Six, six and, a half. and a half, and we're favored. Yes. Six and a half on the road at Wake. What, what's your take on that? I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. Okay. So you're taking Syracuse. Josh? Yes. They they haven't won at Wake in a long time. Is that right? They haven't won on the road much. Yeah, they won on the road much. I think they still. I think they do get a win. I don't know if it's by two touchdowns, but I think they do. They do. They do cover. Do they cover six and a half? Yeah, they cover six. Okay, and a half. Seth. I think they'll cover. 
I, I think there's just going to be a whole ton of points, but I think they'll end up winning by a touchdown. Yeah, Forrest, Forrest, poke game. your head in the air. Forrest, red, red alert, red alert. Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, pigeon, I'm Forrest coming, Gump. Okay. I'm coming, as fast as I can. I got my running shoes on today. I'm going to take Syracuse. What's your I'm, pick? Syracuse. I'm to taking cover? Syracuse. Yes. Okay. Minus six and a half. I would take them up to 45. <laughs> They're going to kill him. I think Syracuse beats him by 100. I do. I think Syracuse <laughs> beats him like a... Never mind. Your sister's going to get mad at us because we're picking on Neil. She does not yeah. like when we pick I on Neil. I don't like that. No. You don't like that? You no. love Neil, don't you? Yes, I do. I love Neil, too. I protect Neil. I do love Neil. I, protect, I, I, I have game at him when I do his impression. Well, then I, call, I, him, call him Neil. No, I nicknamed him for <laughs> no. some reason. Listen, if I was to turn around and call him Neil after what he said he wants to do to Odell Beckham, <laughs> he'd be scarred for life. It'd be disrespectful to the name Neil, to be life. honest. You yeah, you don't want to name this boy Neil. We have Neil Armstrong. Right? We have right. iconic right. Neil. Right. There's Neil. not a more fitting name. Right. Oh, the Neil, get it? <laughs> yeah, his last name should have been Dover. <laughs> Neil Dover. All right, we got to go to break so we stay on time for Levitard, Polly. Right. Okay. Don't wreck Thank your you car. You. Okay, brother, God bless you. Talk to you later. Come back to So What. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. All right, Beth, I'm going to lay the rules on you really quick. So, So What is a game that we play. So, Josh is going to read something to do with sports or something to do with the news. And you have to say, so what? Like, uh, you don't care? But if you don't say it's a so what, you have to explain why you don't think so. You know, so-and-so has been fine. I don't think that's a so what. He had every right to say, but so you have to support why it's not a so what. So I can say so what every time if I want yeah, to. Yeah, you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I run the same. Welcome to the show, yeah, man. Don't have to you apathetic, terrifying <laughs> human being. Yeah. Beth, I run the segment and I say so what to most right, of the right. topics. Yeah. Yeah, nice. uh, so what is brought to you by Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. All the games, all the deliciousness. Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Beth, you're in Camillus. Have you gone to the cat? Yes. You love the cat, right? Love yes, the cat. absolutely. So why are we not doing events? Out- they they fundraise for mom. They used to for mom's fun. They do all kinds of great stuff yeah. out there. we got to get together with the cat. We're working yeah, on something well, over at the cat for your mom's Somebody fun. changed I it, I, I think. Thing, Did somebody, didn't they just recently sell it like the last year? They're doing some stuff over there, but they're we were talking about them. Yeah. So we're talking okay. about potentially a smaller poker event, but I, got, I just came up with another one. Hmm. What if we get like Brunswick or one of those places to bring in like six pool tables? We have a pool table. Oh, my God. That would be Pool awesome. tournament at the Cat. Yeah. Single elimination. 2003 you lose, is Oswego State Pool Contest champion right here. Wow. But you were drunk and disorderly. I, was, that I was, didn't drink until I was 29 even, years old. You never started drinking until you really? were 29? My first drink was when I was 29. And you haven't stopped. <laughs> I haven't stopped now. No, I loved I it. I loved that. All right. Syracuse University announced Thursday morning that they have sold out of their ticket allotment for the November 17th game against Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. They have sold more than 5,000 tickets to this game. This is not a so what to me. You know why? Because no one from SU, all my good friends, Dino Babers, Jim Beheim, mm-hmm. John Wildhack, no one asked me to go to the game. Syracuse's only actor. Of now that's a so what. That's a so what. That's that, true. Wow. That, I think your sister just, just so right wetted you. Yeah. Beth just so wetted me. <laughs> well, you I'm, trying never to big, so... I'm trying to big dog it so I can get some tickets. What's the matter with I you? I probably could faster you could. than you. <laughs> you, call, you call Julie Beheim, you're in the front row. I, I can go to her house and pick them up. Yeah. Right, right. Hello? Oh, hello? 
Hello. But I do that story because you were nervous about SU fans showing up to Notre Dame, and they've sold over five thousand tickets to the game. You know what? Five thousand in a stadium that holds sixty-five. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say so what? Probably so surprise what? you uh, because it's a, it's a road game. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not. They they got their road ticket allotment. They got, as Daniel said, they got their five thousand in a forty-eight, right. forty-nine thousand seat stadium. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, awesome! Like great. You know how you, many people from for, uh, that are going to be cheering for? Notre, you, that's like you, cheering for the Yankees around the country. Do you know how many Syracuse alum are in New York City? Uh, I mean, like there, there's a lot of Syracuse people that will go to that game. But I mean, they, so they didn't have a very gonna large be, allotment. Uh, uh, you think there's going to be an even, no, evenly matched no, family? No, not no, at all. Notre Dame's going to die. No, I'm, I'm saying they had a large pool to sell right, these right, I see. tickets to. I see. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. That's I get why it, I get the bottom All right, so not a so what. All right, uh, during his NFL debut, Nick Mullins of the San Francisco 49ers put up historic numbers statistically as a quarterback, and they beat the Raiders 34-3. to um, I'm going to say so what, and but I'm going to explain my so what. Please. Because I took the Raiders. <sighs> yeah, you guys, you all should be ashamed. You all took the Raiders last night. I'm the only one that took the uh, 49ers. Look at that number think of the name of I the think the name. Oh, no, it's it's those red guys. This is what I'm saying. Those red and yellow guys. Daniel, and I know and nothing. And Josh is leading your pick. This is why you should be ashamed. I don't even know. I couldn't name a player you know on the 49ers, you know and I'm leading the picks. I got I got Beth coming up on Celebrity <laughs> Prognosticator for the fourth week in a row. That's the 49er uh, players were told that they cannot take a knee during the national anthem, but that did not include the cheerleaders. And last night at the Syracuse 49ers game, a cheerleader took a knee. Wow, was she an African American cheerleader or a Caucasian yes. cheerleader? She yeah. was. Yeah. Wow, that's a very strong move on her part. I'm, I get, I'm so tempted to say a bunch of different things right now, but I know I'll be sued, so I'm going to go ahead and say so what. It's gets us. Is it? A, have we reached so what point with the kneeling? Have we reached so what point? You it know felt what? like we have for the most part. I want to see Kaepernick get signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I want to see. He's better than anybody the Bills have played. He's this better year. than anybody the Kaepernick. That, that, the he's Jaguars better, have he's better than Bortles. <laughs> Bortles is terrible. They're ruining. They're taking their chances of going to the playoffs and flushing them down the toilet with that guy. He's terrible. So what, Beth? Is it a so what? So what? It's a so what. There you go, Beth. Nice so what. So what. And as we are now into November, we are counting down to Thanksgiving. The favorite Thanksgiving foods, as uh, rated by voters on a Miox poll, mashed potatoes, (laughs) pie, rolls, gravy, green bean casserole. Any of those at the Jim Kelly house tonight? Green bean casserole? Pie. pie. Uh, ooh, what's the pie tonight? Uh, we have two pies that have been prepared. Uh, we have a blueberry pie and a raspberry pie already made in the back of my car. That's a, it's, it's, you didn't it's, make them in the you back should've. of your car. <laughs> no, I didn't make them in the back of my you car. You might not want to tell Travis. I made two of my children yeah. in the back Jim's, of my car. Jim's got the stove that's not working, so right. you, might be ma- you might be making the pies yeah, in the back of your car. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't have told me that you got pies in your car right now. I made, yeah. your, oh. I made, I made, I made several children in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Yes. Any more so what? That is it. We got to stay on schedule for Levitar. All right. Coming so we're going to go to break hour. early because we are, for the ninth week in a row, we'll be on nationally with the Dan Levitard show as my sister Beth streaks up the sidelines for an unprecedented look at five winning weeks. This is the Daniel Baldwin show. Hey now. And we're back. And uh, we are moments away. From going, uh, I understand now. So, so I, actually, we should probably wait to talk about this while we have Stugatz and the boys on um, over at the Lebetard show. Do we have any information, Seth, about where we're going? I'm, Just I'm, I'm, I'm listening in. They're in a break. They're in a break right now. Okay, so so let me lay out for our listening audience what's what's occurred. 
Uh, we just received information from the producers of uh, the Levitard show that Dan is refusing to come on. Now, we know he was not there um, last week because he was on vacation uh, with his fiance. Um, I think they were uh, uh, somewhere in Guam um, getting their ears waxed or something. I'm not sure what they were doing. But uh, they were far away in a distant land and unavailable to do the show. Ironically, um, the show blew up on Twitter even more in his absence because, to be quite frank, the show is much better without him. Really, It really is. It's, it's a far better show. It's more intriguing when you let Stu, Stu uh, take, take control of the show and the boys that are behind them that, that are really the producers that do the legwork and everything. So, you know, I'm not going to miss him, really. I'm not. You know, but I can go over when we get on the show with them, with Stu, uh, the, his reasoning that I'm told of why he's not coming on uh, and, and, and what's happening uh, down there in Miami. Um, and once again, you know, at 8.2 million downloads that they had this month, uh, you know, directly correlated and related to the fact that we have upped the ante and made their show better. Um, Seth, are they back? Let's see. Just came back. Let's, yeah. let's let's give a listen. We we can still ESPN talk. Radio while we're is presented by Progressive Insurance. The Dan Levitard Show is brought to you by Pennzoil. They probably have to do a sports center here. So. They do. We can comment on it, make fun of all of them, which I plan on doing. And from what I understand, on the Dan Levitard Show, Alex not coming on because of Dan. Like, well, well, let's we'll talk about Alec with Stu. George Kittle um, can bring it down just a hair. A we'll talk about uh, um, what Alex's intentions are and, and where that's going to go. Um, but what happened was we had Alec on the show with Levitard, and they, you know, they started this war with us, and we beat them up, and we ended up crushing their skulls on the side of the uh, of the highway um, with our jumbotron that we sent down there. Um, as you can see behind me. Um, they sent us this little sign sent by some minion that, that is uh, related to the show or some fan up here. And we sent a 55-foot jumbotron with 350 images, videos, and blary music for four hours right in front of where they see out the window in Dan Levitard's parking spot. So, um, your turn. Here we go. Well, it's time for my favorite segment of the week, our favorite segment of the week. <laughs> The quatrain, the greatest thing in sports radio. It's the greatest thing going right now. And I'm not certain Beth Baldwin is not a close second. She is on a heater right now. I believe she's 9-1 and one last two weeks. She is 14-6 head-to-head against Colin Coward, who is 12-8 and eight, uh, over that same time frame. So the Baldwins join us uh, right now. Daniel, what's going on? Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, Levitard wants no part of this segment. No well, part. Well, he has walked out. Controversy, I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. So let's review really quickly for the audience that, you know, a fight was was provoked by Levitard, obviously by Levitard, uh, in making comments about my family. We retaliated and went back and forth. We had some fun. Blah, but he's sour now. Um, and the ironic thing is, is, supposedly, I'm told by producers, that he's holding out until we actually produce Alec on the show. This is the same guy that insulted my brother on the air and choked, choked on the proverbial apple. I'm going to have to do some work to get Alec to come if Beth indeed ever loses. I mean, she's on such a run right now, we may go through the rest of the season. But here's the more ironic part that I want to talk to you about, Stugatz. Okay, you got it. Isn't this show far better without him? 
I mean, isn't, real, isn't it honestly better without him? I mean, we're making movies. We're too long on, oh, guys. Yes. You beat me on the Kentucky-Missouri bet. I've already got some stuff I want to go over with you right now. Now, here's what we got. We're starting to write already for you. We're writing for you, as promised. Are here's you really? what... I, I got to tell you, and here's the funny thing about me winning that bet. Do you know that's the only bet I've won the last two weeks? I am 1-9 last two weeks of my college picks, but the one, uh, listen, you rise up in big moments, and that's what I did because the one got me into a movie with you. You're going to be my co-star. How the, about that? The, not only that, but, I mean, the fa- did you see the game? The fa- It's like the last play no. of the game. No, I didn't watch that game. <laughs> Bro, you're losing. We're, 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 we're an even, and the, and, and the last play, they pull off this astronomical play, and you win. It was terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. So let me, let me ask you this. Just okay. give me some guidelines. Do you want to go, you're a good guy? Do you want to be the bad guy? I think I'm putting you in there as the bad guy, and you kill the coaster, and then I ride in. We have the, the final scene, the Mexican standoff, and I got to wax you, bro. I got to wax Who you. gets paid more? Good guy, bad guy? Who gets paid more? Do you want pay, too? <laughs> I'm working. I mean, I'm acting. I'm an actor. Me That's, and you. I mean, right, a couple actors right, just right, cutting it up. All right. You know? Well, we're looking at scale plus 10, babe. <laughs> scale plus 10. Okay. Scale all plus right. 10, but we'll give you a taste of the back end. We'll give you a taste of the all back right. end of the film. We'll make, we'll, right, scale we'll, plus 20? We'll, Can I get you to scale, scale plus 20? Plus. <laughs> scale Do you plus know what 20. scale plus 10 means? No, but scale plus 20, I know what that means. It means more. So it deal, means more. Good? Scale plus 10 means that this, the union makes us pay you a certain amount of money, and then we add 10% on it because that's what you would have to pay your agent. Okay, so, got it. So, right, right. So, well, I don't have an agent, but scale plus 20? All right, we'll go scale plus 20. Yes. Scale yes, plus 20. And some back-end right. royalties, correct? Of I course. Mean, we're giving you a taste oh, of the yes. back-end, too. Oh, this is amazing. All Listen, of it. I love all you. You're right. You're right. The show is better. You, the show is better without him. It's, it's, it's more relaxed, yes. But I'll tell you what, you get Alec and I'll get Dan back if you want that. If, if, well, if no, you, you know what I want that. now? I want, so, so we've made each other's promises. I'm going to send, uh, literally, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start sending you dialogue for you to look at and see if you like it. I'm going to write you a nice, a nice scene. One of them is going to be a nice one. And you'll be in a couple more scenes, but I'm going to write you that nice dialogue scene it. with me. All right, that's number one. Number it. two, can you do Wait, you hold, love on, the hold th- on a second. Hold on, hold on a second. I love it. I love you. I love the Baldwins, okay? I need the Baldwins in my life for the remainder of my life. But what happened to Greg Cody here? Is he getting his cameo? Oh, is he Co- good? Co- Cody's in. A promise is a promise. Cody's in. He's going to walk in with you. You're going to find out that he's a traitor, that he set you up, and you're going to kill Cody. Oh wow! So he's going to be on Cody. your squad. He's going to be on your squad. He's doing a good. He's doing a good enough job of killing himself. But yes, I will kill Cody. You that, will kill Cody. Then you have the faint. You'll have the, the okay. you know the literally like the like the old west. Where we're out in the street and we're going. You don't have a chance, Tom. Put your gun away. <laughs> you know we're going to do. We're going right, to do one just, of those. We're going to do one of those. Do me a favor. Make make Cody's check out to me. Okay. <laughs> make Cody's check. All right, all right. Luke, he, he owes you a little money from golf, does he? Um, yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. I want I want I want this from you though. I want this from you. The best effort you can make. I don't know that you can make this happen, but I'd like this to happen. When Beth does eventually lose, and I bring Alec on, no Levitard. It's you, me, and Alec. We got to keep it the Long Island guys. Levitard's out. He he's done. He's insulted my sister Beth. Does he not realize that Beth has been coming in from her house down in Camillus to do this gag, which has done well for everybody, and he spits in my sister's face? And are and, you and, saying? Are you saying? Are you saying that I get to talk to Alec Baldwin without Dan sticking his fat beak? Into no, him? he's out. He's out. Alec, listen. If the Levitard producers and 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 we can go over Dan's head, no problem, and tell ESPN that Alec would love to sit in with Stugatz, would love to sit in, but he has wants nothing to do with Levitard. 
Nothing. Right, so okay. Dan can go walk his dog or his, his baby hippo again while we're on the show. Okay? He can go to he can yep. go take care of that while we do upset. the show. Just you, me, Alec, and our teams. My right. brothers okay. always stick up for me. That's right. Sorry. Hey, That's Beth. Right. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Beth, you're, Beth's really the star of this show. Let's be honest. She I mean, is. She's the one who's on a heater. She's not she in one. Beth, what are we using this week to make the picks? I'm so happy to hear your voice this morning, Beth. Who has the best food? Oh, she's going oh to the city God. with the best food. Who has the best food? Give me wow. the open. Wow. And now it is time for Celebrity Prognosticator. Let's win some money. All right, just a couple of things real quick. Uh, Daniel, do I have this uh, information correct? You wanted to take the Raiders last night. You desperately wanted that to be one of your picks because I had the Raiders as well. Listen, listen. I heard you took the Raiders this morning listening to some of your stuff, and I went, yeah, "Yeah, we both took it a line and said, thank God I didn't take them, though, and it doesn't count. But one of the great things is now I've heard all your picks, and it, it it really brings joy to my heart knowing that there's a few of these games that I'm pretty sure Beth is going the other way. She's given me what game she likes on the on the entire board. And most of them are the opposite view, which makes me feel very good about our chances this week. Uh, I mean, listen, San Francisco has better food than Oakland, so <laughs> I don't know what you were doing there. But anyway, yeah. let's get to let's get to the expert here, okay? Okay. And and by the way, I love it. I, you're from Long Island. You go, oh, with ten, and who cares? Because you think the next five are going to be right, right? And that's how of it course. works, Daniel. Yeah, correct. Exactly. A couple of menches cutting it up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, let's go, uh, Beth. Here we go. Food, okay? You got Chargers at Seahawks. Chargers at Seahawks. I will remind the audience. I will will remind everyone that Beth is 9-1 and one the last two weeks. 9-1. and one. Beth, Chargers at Seahawks, who you got? I've got the Seahawks. Wow, and, okay. And Seattle, I, better food. Okay, the food is seafood in Seattle. Yeah, she's going for the seafood. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I think I'm with <laughs> you on that, um, which is not a good thing, by the way. I apologize for being with you. I should go opposite. Uh, Browns, plus 8.5. They're at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. So Cleveland's food versus Kansas City's food. I got the Chiefs, and I want steak in Kansas City. Wow, yeah. she's going with the big, thick steaks. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Rams. Uh, you like a porterhouse, don't you, Daniel? Oh, I do. I like a porterhouse. Yeah, porterhouse Love for two. Nice I like a ribeye. Right after we shoot the scene, me and you, a couple of menches having a porterhouse and a, and a bottle of red wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can drink the red wine. I'll watch you drink it. Yeah. All right, done. Rams at Saints plus one. The Saints are plus one. Okay, I got the Saints, and I want gumbo in New Orleans. Wow. All right, gumbo. Wow, man. <laughs> okay. It's going with okay, the gumbo over the Rams. I think you went the other way there, didn't you? Uh, I did. I took the Rams. You yeah, love the Rams. That's a lock of the century, Beth. Saints by 20. <laughs> Daniel, when you say the Rams are going to be undefeated, you kind of have to date the Rams. Yeah, you, you know, kind of have to do that, don't you? Okay. Yep. New England, Boston's food versus Green Bay's food. I have a feeling uh, uh, I know where this is going. What do you got, Beth? I got the Packers, and I love cheese. Wow. She oh, took the cheese yes. heads. Yes. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Um, all right. Here we go. Bears at Bills. Do you believe? My soul is prepared. How's yours? Quatrains from the Great One. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. In the land too windy to make a stand, the Tatanka will roam and be outmanned. Victory to Chicago and every single fan. As sure as the baby hippo should be named Dan. What? <laughs> 
The Great One has oh, spoken. Help me. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Daniel, okay? Daniel, I don't know what happened. Daniel, I was, I was, I was outside Daniel, the Daniel. Clevelander, and Levitard was walking. A baby hippo was crapping everywhere. What happened? What? Daniel, some water. <laughs> you, you made a pick. I'm sorry. I made it. Who did I take? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get poetry. Wow. <laughs> Wow. We'll have to play it back and I'll see. You. Can play it back in my headset alone, will you? Right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. Yeah. Quickly. Go. Quadrant yeah. again. Go. Do you believe? My soul is prepared. How's yours? Quatrains from the Great One. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. In the land too windy to make a stand, the Tatanka will roam and be outmanned. Victory to Chicago. And every single fan, as sure as the hippo, should be named Dan. The ah, great my eyes are burning! You did two in one segment. Oh, no, he's down. He's down. We've lost okay? him. He's down. Is he okay? Yeah. I'm back. He is. All right, we will, uh, regardless of the record, we will talk to him next week. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Wow. All right, Let's go, go to break. Let's go to break. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. So, um, my niece, uh, Lorna, is in Nashville in like the, you know, one of the biggest international horse riding competitions. So I want to give a shout out to Lorna. Shout out to Doonesy. And good luck today, sweetie. I love you. And uh, bring home the blue ribbon. This kid wins every time she goes. So now she's up against really stiff competition. Seth, what are you looking for? Saturday, what does Syracuse have to do, in your opinion? Um, to What are we concerned about, and what do they need to do to beat Wake? I think you're only concerned about Wake's offense, because their defense is pretty awful. Their their defense averages uh, allows you know, 37, 38 points a game, so I, I think that Syracuse's offense should go down and, and do what they do. they got to be able to stop Wake Forest, and, and if not, you're looking at a game uh, like NC State last weekend, where it's you know fifty to forty, or like Wake last year, exactly I mean, it was like sixty something to fifty something. Exactly, I mean, it was, it yeah. Was a track meet. We could be looking at a track meet. I, I would not be surprised at all. What is it about? You know, because I said last year uh, when when I started working here and started doing this show, I said my concern is not so much about Syracuse's offense. I mean, they've got some things to work on. It would be nice to have a, a more of a running game to balance out the passing and open it up and keep the linebackers and the and the uh, defensive backs a little closer to the line of scrimmage and keep them honest. Um, so we really haven't had much of a rushing game. So if there was anything I would look for them to improve on would be the size of their interior linemen um, and, uh, and and establishing some type. Let's get a stud back there, running back. And, that, and then you'll see um, we, we would be, DeVito's going to be home free next year. I mean, it, it'll really make it nice for him. But 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 the thing I wanted to get at was defensively, um, I mean, we have been so terrible. Teams have not even had to throw. I mean, our defense against the run is awful. Clemson, uh, Pitt, I mean, these teams are running for 300 yards against us rushing. It, 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 it's unbelievable. What do we need? What, what, what do we need to do? I, I don't know. Uh, that That's the question. I, I mean, you've seen over the last two weeks that it's been the passing game that's beaten Syracuse more. So this week, uh, I would imagine it'll be the running game because Wake Forest has a, a pretty good uh, couple of running backs. The problem is, and, and I don't know that this is so much a problem, this team and this program is built to outscore you. 
So the the whole point is let's get as many points on the board. Let's see how many times our offense can go down this field and and end a drive and a touchdown or a field goal. And like we'll hope that our defense can get a stop or two. And if they get two stops, then we're going to win. Well, and so and so when you're recruiting, I would imagine this um, you're recruiting in your. Coach Babers or one of his assistants that's in that living room with that star receiver or whatever. And you know that coming to this kind of a spread out, fast paced, sometimes no huddle offense, you're going to shine as, as, as a receiver. You're going to get opportunities, a lot of them. So that's going to attract you to come. Um, we need to build some type of attractiveness to get us those two really good linebackers, guys that can fill that gap. Even if we're going to let them, the problem isn't letting them run. The problem is, can we slow it down so they're not running for 300? You know what right. I mean? That, that's a good, look, and running for 150 and getting in a track meet, that's manageable because you don't want to get in a game where it's 62 to 58. You want to get into a game where it's 45 to 30. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we need to stop them from scoring more than two touchdowns per quarter. You know what I mean? That's what's killing us. Right, and, and they've got to figure that out. Obviously, this is a very different defense than what had been run previously. We saw D, uh, linebackers who fit really well with what they used to run prior to Dino getting here, um, and they like kind of sort of fit in. They were able to come up and make tackles like you said, but they weren't so good you know, guarding a, a receiver or a tight end or, or things like that in pass coverage. So it's kind of about finding that nice, happy medium. Who's the guy right. who can step up and make a tackle but also guard you know, a slot receiver? Uh, there aren't that many of those people in college no. football. You know that's a, that's a really tough position to ask for. No, or, or is or or does it become something that they need um, to examine the defensive strategy of it? I mean, so so I it was funny when I was at the Clemson game. I'm down there and I'm watching it. Is it Etienne or something like that? His yeah, name was Etienne. Etienne, um, the the running back for uh, Clemson, and he just was you know the first. Six yards. I mean, he wasn't even getting touched. And I thought, why wouldn't Coach Babers just put a monster back on that kid? Wherever he goes, you shadow him with a big linebacker. You know, I mean, it got to, it was so obvious we weren't going to be able to stop him. Now, I don't, would that have screwed everything up for them? They certainly weren't killing us on the pass, and we knocked their number one passer out of the game. So we had a true freshman coming into play. We didn't know what he was going to be. I just, that, that on the fly adjustment, I, and, and I'm not questioning what he did. I'm not. I'm, I'd love to understand the philosophy when you're on the field and you're making those decisions. Coach Beheim said um, the first event that I went to with, with Jim at uh, Shaughnessy's, and he said, You know, I know it's really easy for all of you to second guess what's going on. He goes, Trust me, I'm the smartest guy in this room right now when it comes to Syracuse basketball. And I looked at him and I went, well, there's really no debating that, right? I mean, it's his defense, it's his offense, he knows his players, and he is the smartest guy when it comes to basketball. But I, I love to get into, I love to learn more about what they're thinking on the fly. Well, I, th- I think that that's a decent comparison here because with Jim Beheim, obviously it's the zone, right? And after every, any game that's close and any game that has a defensive breakdown, you'll have somebody calling our station or tweeting at us and saying, well, why didn't they play a man-to-man? Well, because zone is their system. And I think that Dino Babers has his systems, offensively and defensively, and and – uh, not that it doesn't allow for wiggle room, but you do what you're comfortable with, and and you you know play your own game, and I, I think that that's for the most part what they're going to do. You know they're they're going to win by their own game, they're going to lose by their own game. Last year they played Clemson, they played their system, they you know they got the win. So I, I think that they imagined that they could have gone down and and held on to that. They obviously couldn't. Josh, are we going to beat Notre Dame? I don't. I don't. <sighs> You're leading our picks, so you gotta. I'm leading our picks. Are we gonna beat Notre Dame? Forget the spread. Are we gonna beat Notre Dame? Uh, I don't think we beat Notre Dame. I think that's the one they take. You? 
I don't think so. Okay. I think they finished three and one. That's the loss. I think I think they can beat everybody. I think they can beat everybody they're playing. I don't like in a in a series of games. I wouldn't like their odds of winning the series for sure against Notre Dame. But it was funny. I almost called exactly what was going to happen down the Clemson game, mm-hmm. and then I watched. Um, I remember when we were talking about college games. Stugatz and I were texting each other, and we were talking about college games. And I said. Be careful about Ball State. I went there, and they're going up to Notre Dame to play Notre Dame. They're both in the state of Indiana, and that's a huge game to Ball State. And they won by one touchdown, <laughs> Notre Dame did, at home against a little Ball State, and it was a really good game. came down to late in the fourth quarter. I have a funny feeling we're not going to stop Notre Dame. They're probably, again, unless we can make some adjustments, if we get in a track meet with Notre Dame, though, they're not a high-powered monster offense. So we could... You know, get in a game with them where we sneak this close, and I bet you it comes down to special teams. I think I, what happens is they I, there's a very good chance they go to Yankee Stadium as an eight and two team. There's a very good chance of that, and I think you get those kids with that kind of confidence up against Notre Dame, they could steal it. Do I think right now they beat them? No, but if they take Wake and they take Louisville, I think that's an eight. Well, they're going to beat Louisville. Yeah, that, that that one I can I would bet on. Um, Wake, I'm not 100 percent sure. You got something? We got to get out we of got here. Ten seconds. We ten, got ten seconds. seconds. All well, right. You know what? Make it five. We're out of here. We'll talk to you. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Yeah, Beth. So much fun.